Kingdom Revelations is a podcast of Royal Identity Ministries. Founder and director Luke Niebergall has addressed the body of Christ around the world through corporate gatherings of believers. Luke serves the body of Christ as a prophetic voice by developing healthy prophetic cultures where God can move and speak. Welcome to Kingdom Revelations. I really believe that what God's doing in this day is God is raising up a generation and he's stirring inside of them a heart and a hunger that they'll pursue after his heart above all things. And I believe that God is stirring in in the heart of the church just a a hunger to to know God in, in friendship and intimacy like never before. You know, when I when I first became a Christian, I was 16 years old, and I remember right when the Lord encountered my heart, I remember the feeling of, for the first time ever, feeling like I encountered love himself, and I, I just dove headfirst into him. I remember every day after school or work, I would just, I would go walk with Jesus. I, I would I would drop my bag off at home, and I would just go walk with Jesus for like four to six hours every single night, and I would just practice hearing his voice and practice his presence and on my days off I I wouldn't even get out of bed I would just lay in bed for 8 to 12 hours just soaking in his presence and I don't know I don't actually know how I got away with this at the time but I I used to just work and save up my money so that I could take about 4 months off at a time so that all that I could all that I would be able to do just for the whole day was just spend like 14 hours a day in prayer just just soaking in the presence of the Lord and, you know, it was in this place of friendship and intimacy with the Lord, of just seeking his face, where I began to actually begin to see an expression of revival flowing through me. You know, a lot of people, they want to move in the gifts of the Spirit. They want to move in prophecy and healing. And we need to understand that, you know, sometimes you can go and catch that under a different ministry or, or a revival school, and that's great. But if we ever want to see a revival lifestyle maintained and stewarded properly, it always has to flow out of true intimacy and friendship with Jesus. It's like you see someone walking down the street, and because you've been moved in friendship with the Lord— it's like you, you see someone who, who's walking in a, with a cast or walking with a crutch, and all of a sudden you just have to go walk up to them and pray for them because you've experienced love inside of your heart. You know, so you're moved from a place of in, intimacy into a place of encounter because you're stepping out in faith and seeing God move. You know, I believe that uh, revival, it happens in three stages— I'm not, a, I'm not normally a person for systems, but I really believe that revival happens in three stages, and it always starts at this place of, of intimacy with the Lord, where we just begin to understand his heart. And from this place of encounter, then we begin to move to a place of identity. You know, we've understood God's love for ourselves, so therefore we begin to understand that we're created in his image and we're refined in who God has actually created us to be in our identity. And that's where we come into a place of solidity. That's the place where we, we begin to understand things like inner healing. You know, and as we begin to understand our identity, then we move to this final stage of authority, which is where we begin to see revival actually birth forth beyond us. For all of us, whether we're in ministry or not, we need to have our priorities straight. We can't, we can't overlook this thing of friendship and intimacy with the Lord. Otherwise, we'll get ourselves in trouble. Like I always tell my wife, if my friendship with the Lord isn't the main priority in my heart, if ministry ever goes before that in my life or in my heart, I'll instantly quit ministry and get my priorities straight. Whatever I do in ministry, it has to be the byproduct of knowing him. It has to be. If it's going to carry true authority, it needs to come out of this place of revelation of knowing his heart in the secret place. You know, with what I do in ministry, I get to travel around and meet a lot of different speakers and a lot of different leaders, and it's 
it's really easy for me to tell when someone is ministering because they think that ministry is a good idea compared to someone who's ministering out of the secret place. It's because there's a special authority on those who move out of friendship with the Lord. Because it's one thing to minister because it just seems like a good idea. It's another thing to minister because you've been moved out of an experience with the love of God. It's completely different. Have you ever noticed that uh, sometimes, like, if someone asks Holy Spirit to come, Holy Spirit comes. But, you know, when this other person asks Holy Spirit to come, Holy Spirit really comes. You know why that is? It's because that person is rooted in friendship and intimacy with the Lord. So when they ask Holy Spirit to come... Through relationship and friendship, Holy Spirit backs them up. You know, one of my favorite prophets of the Old Testament is the prophet Samuel. And in, uh, in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 19, it's actually said of Samuel that God would not let his words drop to the ground. And this is profound to me. Like, Samuel walked in such close friendship and intimacy with the Lord that no matter what Samuel said, God made sure that his words were established. Like, that's profound to me. Because God won't let his friend's words drop to the ground. I remember this one time I was ministering at a church and I was brought in as the big guest speaker for this like three-year anniversary for this big church plant and it was this big deal and I went there and I got to speak and you know you wouldn't know this unless you do a lot of public speaking but sometimes you have your on days and sometimes you have your off days and this was this was one of my off days like I was fumbling over my words I was forgetting key bible verses I was teaching from uh from the Lord's Prayer, and I forgot the Lord's Prayer as I was public speaking. Like, it was embarrassing. But as I was speaking, like, by the end of it, I remember just asking everyone to stand up, and I'm like, you know what, let's just, uh, I'm just going to pray for you and just pray for healing over you because I believe that God wants to break out. And in my mind, I was like, let's just get this over with because this just is not going well. But everyone stood up, and I didn't even get two words out of my mouth uh, as a prayer and all of a sudden, the power of God just slammed down in this place. And for about 45 minutes to an hour, people were like screaming, weeping hysterically. You could hear demons shrieking out of people. People were being healed all over the room, and I didn't even do anything. And I remember after this, like I was sitting with the Lord, and I was asking God, I was like, why did you show up that way? Because I wasn't doing very well. And the Lord spoke to me, and he said, Luke, I will never let my friend's words drop to the ground. He said, because you've waited on me, because you've sought out my heart first and foremost, he said, I will never let your words drop to the ground. I will always make sure that what you say will be established because you're my friend. And right now, I just want to pray over you right now for all of you who are listening, because I believe that what God wants to do is he wants to just stir inside of you just a deep hunger to remember your first love and just a deep hunger to, to pursue the face of God and to pursue the heart of God above all things. Jesus, I just, on behalf of everyone who's listening, Jesus, we just repent on behalf of putting things above you. We repent for putting ministry above you. We repent for putting our work above you. We repent for putting our relationships above you. We repent for for idols that we put above you, Jesus. And God, we just invite you in to just become our main priority. And God, we just lay these things down so that we can know you as our closest friend. And Jesus, I just pray that from this place, God, that true revival will spark inside of our hearts, God, and will just flow out from us, God, so that everything that we do, that you will make sure that it's established. And I just declare Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4, over everyone who's listening right now, which talks about how the Lord actually acts on behalf of those who wait upon him. So Jesus, I just pray that all of this is just solidified in hearts in Jesus' name.